in a world with only hot takes two college friends try to cool down sports media join jack and jared every week as they tackle the biggest stories in the nfl and give the reasonable football analysis you won't hear anywhere else welcome to 710 sports welcome back to episode 22 of 710 sports with jack and Jared, thanks for joining us after this crazy week 13 of the NFL season. Massive games, playoff implications, playoff opponents versus other playoff opponents. Just a great overall week. Jack, how you doing? Yeah, I mean, def- definitely a fun fun week to watch football. Uh, definitely some big, I mean, as you, as you wind closer and closer, the playoff implications start becoming... The playoff situation picture starts getting more and more clear. You start to really be able to pin down, like, okay, if this team, these team wins this many games, you know, we're like, like it really starts to be much easier than you know weeks prior, which I think is nice. Definitely, uh, definitely, things are becoming clearer in terms of talent level and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, we we saw a few surprises, maybe some others that were not quite as shocking this week, um, but definitely a lot of great games. We're going to talk about the biggest games from this weekend, including Bengals, Chiefs, 49ers, Dolphins, Vikings, Jets, and even more. We're also going to talk a little bit about our respective teams, the Patriots and the Cowboys, but don't worry, we're timing ourselves to keep it (laughs) at a reasonable length, um, considering the games weren't... Definitely well needed. Yeah, the games weren't weren't competitive for the Cowboys yeah, and the Patriots. That too. <laughs> um, so we don't want to harp on that too much. We're also going to hit on some extra topics that we have uh, at the end of the episode, assuming we have time about QB injuries and stuff like that, some general news, stats question, as always, yeah. to wrap it up. So I'm just going to jump right into it and get us started on the biggest game of the weekend. Give the people <laughs> what they want, right, Jack? Um, yes. We got Bengals beat the Chiefs. Giants 20- commies. Giants commies, exactly. Um, yeah, no, Bengals beat the Chiefs um, 27-24. They outlast them, took the lead in the fourth quarter, were able to get a stop um, and then basically run out the clock um, and not give Mahomes another opportunity late in the game. Um, this is the third time that the Bengals have beat the Chiefs in the last calendar year twice last year uh, in January and in the playoffs, and then uh, now once again uh, this season. Chiefs seem to have a kryptonite in the league, and it's Joey B and the (laughs) Cincinnati Bengals. Who would have thought? Jack, what do you think about this this Bengals-Chiefs game? I mean, yeah, I thought this game, you know, like classic two good teams. It was even a good score. I felt like if if they were going to run up – run up the table too much, it would have really felt, oh, the defenses aren't doing much. But no, this this wasn't like some sort of 70-70 sort of shootout. You know, not that, that that would happen. But but it was it was high scoring, right? 24-27's pretty high scoring. It's two top teams. I know I had the Bengals high I was higher and hotter than them than you were, I know, but two very top teams. I mean, I definitely uh oh that's no in the wrong column there. I definitely think this this was a tale of a lot of, I remember a lot of third and fourth that like there a lot of just like in a game that's this close, right? I think, as you said, the Bengals have beat them three, three times this year, this calendar year. I think all of those times have been the same score. Uh, they were at least the same differential. They were at least, I think mm-hmm. they were all three point games. Um, and it just gets so close stuff like the, like the Travis Kelsey fumble around midfield 
right? Right mm-hmm. when the Bengals, I think they either went to get a field goal or they went and fizzled out like a fourth and one and didn't convert it or something, whatever it was. And mass, like while the Chiefs had a touchdown lead, I think it was a touchdown lead, or at least a field goal lead. Um, and like they get this big fumble, middle of the field, massive. I think the Bengals then go turn that into a touchdown. There's just so many, there's so many little things that if the Bengals lost, um, there's one play I wanted to highlight specifically because it was a Bengals, it was a fourth and one third of a yard sort of thing. It was fourth less than a yard, maybe not fourth in inches, but like less than half a yard. And and the Bengals scheme up this sort of tight end run. And you might think, oh, that's like a, like a fullback run, but like with the tight end as the fullback, no. Some sort of tight end sweep. They were going to have an east-west sort of run to the tight end, and it gets blown up instantly. And the end, yeah. they lose a yard, turn the ball over. And this is on this is on fourth and one-third at, like, the Kansas City four. And yeah, when I saw that, right I was there like, at the at the red zone. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and when I think the Chiefs were leading, and, and, and this is, like, this is the second, I believe it's second half. I should have written that down. But, like, like, like this is an important moment. Uh, but nope, 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 they do this this third, fourth down play calling that I see so much. Uh, we'll talk about the Patriots later, but yeah. no, but, but yeah, that, I mean, there's just so many big moments in a game like this between two teams that are so good. I know, I know you didn't see as much of this. What did, um, I know you saw the end though. What, what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, I saw the end and I watched all the highlights to get a feel for this game. And at least from that perspective, not watching it during the game, I, I, I wonder if the game was even as close as it looks. To me, it seemed like Bengals had a lot of opportunities that they kind of squandered um, mm. during the game. Get they moved the ball, I would say, a lot better than the Chiefs did. Um, would, and then yeah. when they would get down to the end zone, uh, to the red zone, they would settle for field goals. Um, and so both teams seemed to be running the ball pretty good, but the Bengals mm. seemed to be controlling the game, in my opinion, from what I saw, and. I didn't see the Chiefs really have an answer to stopping them in the air or on the ground. It just happens that, uh, you know, the Bengals threw a quick out, like a a seven route to, I think, Higgins or whatever the receiver was. He dropped it in the end zone early on. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's that's also another big. They kicked the field goal. And and those are the types of things where you say, yeah, Kansas City will come through with this because the Bengals aren't capitalizing. But even despite that, they still win because they had Mm. such – production on the offensive side and then you yeah. bring up the fourth and one that could have been a touchdown and now you you ask yourself you know hey like it could have you could have been up i don't know you could have been this could have been a 10 you know 14 point game uh instead of three in my opinion yeah. that's just what i saw no yeah yeah i i i think I, i'd say i'd agree i mean the the run games the two teams especially um like like we're both very good i was surprised uh perrine i don't know if i can say his last first name samaje Perrine, perhaps. Uh, oh, Piran? Yeah, on the Bengals. P- Piran? Is it? Is that his name? It's not Perrine. Either way, running back of the Bengals backup because Mixon's out. Um, twenty, like hundred six yards, five yards a carry. Pretty, pretty good. Like, like that's that's better than they. That's good. It's better than they average most of the time. So for it to, and and yeah, I mean Jamar Chase being back. Joe Burrow was twenty five or thirty one. Uh, they just they almost had a hundred more yards of offense. I yeah, mean, Chase yeah, looked just, good. Chase looked good, and yeah. you know only one me, turnover, and it was that fumble. In like in the whole game, in the whole game was that Kelsey clean, fumble. Very clean, very game. clean game. Um, I mean, yeah, I it was something to watch. I said I like the Bengals to win the Super Bowl this year preseason. 
Okay. Pre-season. Then, yeah. then at the at the uh, eight week in point or whatever, I I went completely off them. I was like, they're not even going to get to the playoffs because I didn't see anything from the offensive line. No. Now all of a sudden yeah. they want to be able to protect. I know. Yeah. I, I don't. It's just crazy. I this. I don't know. They turned if, it on. If they if they can give Joe Burrow time in the pocket, I mean. Look at Chase is electric. He really is. Yeah. So yeah. And if the run game is going to work, oh my god. And yeah. And I mean, they just have like they have so many offensive weapons that I mean, you got T Higgins is all, is another. Right? He's also a wide receiver one. You know, level talent. Like like it's it's like they have two wide receiver ones. You know, and that's like. And I know who's their tight? Is it Tyler Boyd? Is that their tight end or another? No, that's all sorts. I I don't even know their tight end, but. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I mean, just so much offensive talent on that team. I mean, definitely will be exciting to see them. This win really helps their playoff campaign. Um, I know they would. play some. I know they play some illustrious teams like the Patriots later in the season, but um, but 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 still, you know, definitely helps that, especially with the Ravens. You know, lo- I know they didn't lose, but losing to the Jaguars. You know, but yeah, I and mean, Lamar's hurt. I mean, anything else? Yeah, Lamar Hurt. That, that's what I meant to say. Any Anything yeah. else in this? No, I was just going to say what's interesting is now up. Kansas City no longer the number one seed in the AFC. I believe the Bills oh. take oh, that. Oh, yes, you're um, right. With the tiebreaker yes. over Kansas City. So, But all of a sudden, if the Bengals keep winning, uh, they're going to have a chance to not only win their division, but also be up there in that conversation of fighting for mm. the one seed. They're one game back of it right now. Yeah. So, it's uh, it's coming down to the wire there, and it's a shame that I really came off that Bengals pick. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of holding on to the <laughs> fact that it was that. my preseason pick. You know, I'm holding <laughs> you, on to that. You should have rode. You could have rode, rode that into the sunset. You know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll the see how Patriots, they keep looking moving forward. It it is mathematically possible for the Patriots to still get the first round by. You know that mathematics said it anyway. Let, that's let's nice. move on. That's good. I mean, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. I mean, you're the well, last thing. The thing you said, I think the thing you said about the bet that this game could have been very different, I think is a very interesting, like it could have been even Bengals winning by more. I think it's a very, a very good, a very interesting point. Stuff like that job touchdown pass. But then also for the Chiefs, stuff like that fumble, it just that th- th- this was a, was a, a definitely a, yeah, definitely a game of big plays. There you go. You're absolutely big right. Moments. Yeah. There you go. So moving on to 49ers, uh, beat the Dolphins pretty handedly, 33-17. This is a little bit uh, of an inflated scoreline because um, the game was – at the end. Yeah, the game was uh, a six-point game late in the fourth. Turnover on downs led to a field goal by the 49ers and then a strip sack immediately after for a (laughs) return for a TD. Put it, put it at whatever it is, whatever that was, six, uh, 16 or something, yeah. Um, but this game was pretty close all the way down I, uh, to the wire. I watched this entire game until that field goal, then I went to the Bengals game. <laughs> um, and, yeah, you know, that I, I don't know. My takeaway from this game basically is that I think in general I might have been wrong about the 49ers and the Christian McCaffrey trade. <laughs> Um, mm. I'm willing to admit that it quite possibly does put them over the top because we haven't seen the defense. Well, we've started to see the defense really come alive in the last couple of weeks. Um, the numbers that they're putting up, I mean, forcing shutouts and everything. Yeah. They weren't healthy, so you, we didn't see it earlier in the season. But now with Bosa back, he's 
all of a sudden the sack leader after missing some games. And, um, and so the defense is absolutely stout. The offense yeah. is hard to stop. Um, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, how many yards did he have that game? He had over over 100 between the on the ground. I mean, at first he was not very productive on the ground, uh, like like uh, efficiency-wise. But I, what did he end? He end, ended the game with 66 yards rushing, 80 yards receiving. 140, 146 yards total from scrimmage. And that was, I mean, yeah. And he's just one piece that? of the puzzle. Touchdown, one touchdown. You yeah, know, exactly. they've got Debo, um, Ayuk, Kittle. Um, and, and so, you know. They got the best, potentially best fullback in football. Uh, Kyle check caught a, caught a touchdown. Yeah. Um, so it's like, th- look at the team, right? And then you say, okay, but what about Jimmy G? And if Jimmy G had played this game out, first of all, they probably would have won by more. And you had yeah. you have to start to accept the fact, or I would have had to accept the fact that hey, not only is this team a playoff team, not only are they good, but they did swing big with the McCaffrey trade, and it seems to like to be worth it because yeah, they look so. now they look like contenders. Now they look like that they could, you know, they could go to the Super Bowl. They could win a Super Bowl. Um, but I mean, I don't know if you can still <laughs> say that on and your third string boom, QB, broken foot, broke yeah. like like. I mean, it just, and it's not even like a knee injury. Like, like it's not even like, like a re-aggravation of some prior injury. Cause it was always, oh, Jimmy G has all these injuries, but this is like a, like a broken foot is just a bit more random. It's a bit more like, you know, like, 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 what do you do? I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, he, he yeah, is like, string. he's um, hurt half of the years that he's plays. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. So this is why he yeah. was the backup to, you know, to start really. And. Um, that's why they wanted to get off of him. But now you're on your Purdy. third string guy, Purdy. He comes yeah. in and he Rock honestly doesn't Purdy. play that bad. He yeah. Doesn't, yeah. But I, but I would argue team. you and I could not play that bad with all that talent. I mean, legitimately, well, I, mean, sort of <laughs> yeah. I, I know it's toxic. I'll, and it, I'll just get the ball out. Get, get the ball in McCaffrey's hands. Screen every play. And I just throw it as throw it before – Throw it before whoever's on the whoever's on the Dolphins D line just annihilates you. But that's the thing. So much of that offense is is not only like the run game, right? Like with but with McCaffrey, but also with Debo sometimes. But all this backfield motion screens, you know, wide receiver screens, mm. jailbreak stuff, running back screens, five yard like drag with a you know all the, all this stuff, right? Pick plays and yeah. and it's it's all scheme. And obviously, I'm not saying that you and I could just step in there and do that. But I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm sure, like athletically, I don't know how much different we look than Purdy. I mean, Purdy is he, he's he's not <laughs> the biggest toxic. guy. I, I'm sure he's super yeah, strong and he is, works out. I'm just saying, this dude. This I, I'm just toxic. saying, if you didn't know, I mean, he scored a decent amount of points. Uh, you know, at the end, I mean, like he 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 drew an interception. He, but I'm just saying, like, but yeah. I, on I one think, hand, yeah. Jimmy G. If you look at their, if you look at the 49ers with all this talent, with Jimmy G versus without, big difference. And I, and I, there's no way you can argue with that. He contributes to winning, and he might be just Some, enough yeah. to put it, you over. But even if it's just the intangibles, whatever it is, something yeah, about right, him. right. Yeah. And it could be the intangibles. It's because he's a good leader and people love him and yeah. whatever it is. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you're missing with him gone. I know we're gonna. We're, I know we're getting ahead a bit with this, but. But yeah, I mean, Brock, this this game, it's a massive win for them, but losing Garoppolo is such a massive loss, and at this point, 
you know, there's just a lot. Like, do you think if if, if they had Jimmy G and if that was going to be, he just, you know, even if it's a concussion, as bad as that is, like, he'd be back in a couple weeks. I would say, yeah, this team, I like, this team should be, like, like th- this team could easily make the NFC Championship. They could make the Super Bowl. Like, this team is, yeah. is something serious here. Uh, without Jimmy G, it's hard to say that, especially with, until we see more from Brock Purdy, like it's just, until we see more games, I mean, right? Uh, but yeah. So to to transition to the Miami side, because I want to address, I know what people mm, are thinking. Yes, you should. Yeah. I came out here and said Miami might be the second best team in the league. Okay, because I called them Kansas City light. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and then they come out here and they can't get a dub against a third string QB. Okay, Purdy. I hear, I hear it. All right, I hear it. But actually. You know, besides the strip sack to end, they were in position, you know, with down six in the fourth quarter to win. But I said this last week. I said this about the 49ers. If they can get pressure on any QB like we've seen them in the past do, same thing with Dallas, any team really, if you're going to pressure the QB that much, no one – like there's not going to be a team that can handle it. Like if you're going to get into a passing situation and you don't have time, you don't have two seconds to pass, then – you've already blown up the game. So that goes for, we've seen it. We've seen Patrick Mahomes. We've seen Joe Burrow not be able to handle this type of thing because they don't, they literally cannot pass. And that's what we saw. Tua was pressured a lot. He was sacked a lot. He was, he seemed flustered. He missed some easy passes threw a couple of bad picks, um, had the strip sack. He was just getting killed all day. Um, And the fact of the matter is him and that passing offense, which includes Tyreek and Waddle and, uh, Gilsicki and whatever, all of, all of them. That's the most important part of the Miami Dolphins. That is their strength. They have to fire at all cylinders. And if they aren't going to be able to protect Tua, then no, they are not Kansas City light. Like they aren't, and they weren't. You know, so I, I just wasn't anticipating this much pressure. That's all. Tua turned the ball over. And I, I, I know it's toxic. It just, I like it, it. It's just such a funny nickname. Uh, and I, I don't mean that in any neg- as much of a dolphin hater as I am. I don't mean that in like a negative way or anything like, although it seems, it's, I mean, obviously it's, 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 it's a bit negative, but, but I don't mean it like in a, to- I, I don't mean it in a toxic way. I'm not trying to like be toxic with it. It just, yeah. I mean, I mean this game. Yeah. Like I think like of all the teams in the league that are like good teams, Losing to the 49ers without their starting quarterback is one of those you can kind of accept. Because as 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 much as Jimmy G like wills victory, as much as victory appears in front of Jimmy G, as, as much as whatever it is, whatever it is, like and, and it is his play as well. But the 49ers are not a QB dominant team. It's not like, oh, you played the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes got hurt on the first drive. It's not like that. Or you play the bills and Josh Allen gets hurt. And then they still beat like, it's not like one of those. And then they still beat you. This, this is a team where it's like, like Jim, like it's, it's, <laughs> that's why they drafted um, the guy. I can't remember his name. Cause he hasn't played in so long. Trey Lance. Um, like that's why they drafted him. So why they went all in on him is because they're, a, they've been a QB away, quote unquote, for so long. Right. Like their this is a team that, yeah, exactly. That it, so it's it, like this is this is more like if a team like the Patriots, I don't know, lost. I can't even think of anyone who's who, who's any sort of link. So never mind. That's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like if the Cowboys lost. Micah. I don't know, Micah. Micah, yeah. Eh, 
No, but I think Mike is like Mike. Mike is like the best player on their team, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh you're saying about, Jimmy G. I'm talk- you're saying I'm talk- Jimmy G. Yeah, like, yeah, like I'm saying compared to Jimmy G, it would be like if the Cowboys lost. I mean, Gallup maybe. Like, like he's he's a great player, right? He's not a, not a bad player, but it's like, well, you still have like you still have the amazing defense. You still have both running backs. You still have your O line. You still have Dak. You still have C D Lamb. Like, right. you all you still have so much even on the same side of the ball. I, I know I said defense in there, but you have so much even on the same side of the ball that it's not the end of the world. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. Let's move on to Vikings Jets. Wait, I gotta, I gotta pause. Really, I gotta pause. Just one little thing. I texted you about this. They were down six. They were down six. Ten minutes (laughs) left in the fourth quarter. Miami has the ball on their own eighteen, and it's fourth and one on their own eighteen with ten minutes left, (laughs) down only six, and they go for it. They go for it. And on that same drive that they end up turning the ball over on downs at the four analytics. No, 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 no. This is this is getting out of hand. <laughs> I know. I know go, I, I'm sorry. I said that. I said that to. I said that just to trigger you. Keep going. No, Keep going. no. This is this is legitimately. I I am not anti analytics. I'm anti idiotic. Okay. Like let's like what you're only down six. You're afraid of Purdy. You're afraid of Purdy. What are we doing? <laughs> Punt the ball. You're down six. There's 10 minutes left in this game. Punt the ball. And there, no one's talking about it because they got it. But it was like a, it was like a bootleg. And they had actually a guy open in the drag right in front of Tua. Tua could have ran for the one yard. And Tyreek was free like five to 10 years yards down the line, but he was getting covered up and they passed to him and he, he got hit. He got blown up and still caught the ball. When I was like, Tua, just run that. Like, don't even pass that. Just run that. Super crazy. Mike McDaniels. I like Mike McDaniels, but that guy, I don't know. That's just a terrible call in my opinion. And and no one's talking about it because it doesn't matter. They lost anyway, but just, I had to say it. I just had to bring it up because this is going to keep coming up. Some people are going to keep doing stupid stuff like this. Third and fourth down, fourth down, most important down. The, these, the, you know, this third and fourth down stuff. Oh, so now, sorry, go ahead. So, so now, Vikings Jets. Vikings beat the Jets. Mike White and the Jets, twenty-seven to twenty-two. Mike White attempts how many was fifty-seven passes in this game. They had Michael White attempt fifty-seven passes. That is a lot to put on a guy who, as cool you know, as 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 cool as he is, you know, as much as like he came coming out having these massive games, and he did. Like he had those two picks, but he threw for three hundred sixty-nine yards. Like like that's that's like like right. I'm I. If you're asking Mike White to throw for more than 369 yards, I like you, you got an issue. The Jets outscored, not outscored, outgained the Vikings by 200 yards. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was 486 to 287, almost to the dot, almost exactly 200 more yards. And I mean that, but that's that's to say how close this game was. But I I didn't see those picks. I, I watched part of this game. I don't remember the the specific where the picks were. I know at least I feel like one of them was a tipped ball. I, I think yes, the first one I, was tipped. I know. Yep. I know we said. I know what, and I know we said. I think over text. Well, oh, weeks from now, you won't you won't know that it's tipped. You won't care. Um, but still, like f- for the sake of this episode, one of those one of those is a tipped ball. But I mean, yeah, this game. I'm. I mean. I mean. Again, it's. I said this about one of the other weeks when the Patriots played the Vikings. If you told me that Mike White was going to throw for 369 yards and they were going to have their top running back have 90 yards, six, like six per carry. They were going to outgain by 200 yards. 
I would have said how like guaranteed win. Jets win by fourteen. Maybe maybe I, I, I wouldn't have gone that far. But like I, you know, it's yeah. I didn't I didn't watch towards the end of this game. I was I was busy during then, and I I have not watched the highlights of this game. Because I don't like the Jets, but it, no, no. it's shocking. I agree. It's shocking that the Jets lost this game because they really did move the ball at will against the Vikings, like so many other offenses this year. <laughs> um, and the problem was the Vikings truly are the epitome of bend, don't break defense. <laughs> Vikings were. Mm were scored uh, 20 points, I think, in the first half. I think it was 20 to 3 going in the half. Um, and they only scored 7 in the second half, so 1 TD. Mm, but yeah. uh, the the Jets' first five scores were field goals. They scored they, – they, it was 15-20 <laughs> at one point. Five field goals. And, I mean, I'm talking not like 50-yard field goals. I'm talking they would get down talking, the field. They'd get down yeah. to like the 10, the 15, the 20-yard line, and they'd get stopped, and they'd kick a field goal. And then they'd get stopped, and they'd kick a and, – and it was just odd because you see all these yards. They would break off massive passes, huge runs. They had their that rookie running back run out to the left and get off a chunk play for 50 yards. Mm-hmm. But no TD because it, they didn't actually score a TD on any of those big plays. They the Vikings basically bent but didn't break. They did not give up the big play. They gave up the big play, but they didn't give up the big <laughs> TD. And all the way to the last two minutes, the Jets have the ball in the red zone. They turn it over on downs. They then stop the Vikings because the Vikings were they were grinding it out on offense. The Jets, you know, the yeah, Jets' defensive oh. line and, and yeah, yeah. you know Sauce Gardner and, and the whole yeah. defense is good. So they were grinding. Those twenty-seven points were hard-fought points. I'm talking mm. three of yeah, four yeah. down drives. Um, but they stopped them in it with two minutes left. With all, uh, and then they they use all their timeouts and they get the ball back again and they get down to like the twenty again and. They, he, Mike White throws into double coverage and throws a pick in the end zone. Like so many Vikings games this season, a pick in the end zone ends it for them, and they they win. It's just it, it's just a crazy situation. It was a crazy game, and Mike White played good. And I and and I I'm gonna harp on this because I've harped on it before. But Mike White will be a backup somewhere next year for some reason when he is definitely should be the starter in, in oh, New yeah. York. Yeah. But they won't because they're going to they're going to bring Zach hey. Wilson back. They no. 100% will. You know. And and they're they're too good for, they're too good for a high draft pick so they probably will. They'll probably try to run it back with Zach. Yeah, and they, and so it's he's, not like they can be the Texans and get a top QB. He's going to be a backup for the Jets unless, or no, he's going to be if, he's going to go somewhere else if and be Mike backup. White, if Mike White throws like yes, they lost. He threw two interceptions, no touchdowns. But as we've talked about, that's a was an issue with the whole team. He ran for a touchdown, apparently. Yeah. Um. Like if 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 he has a game like this, one less pick. Maybe call that tipped ball not a pick. One touchdown, one pick, three hundred something yards. But you're kicking a lot of field. Would it? I don't know. But if you have games of this tier, like how many how many 350 yard plus games does he have on at a total he's got a lot as a percentage i don't know what it is but he he's only started so many games and when he comes in he just does this he, he gets a lot of yard like something whatever it is zach wilson wasn't getting this many yards and you could say whatever oh 
Mike White checkdown machine, and in a lot of ways he is, but like it, it's working, right? Zach, no, he, he, Zach passed Wilson, the, he passed the ball downfield. He passed the ball downfield. I know. I I saw that because the the announcers were were saying that. Um, we we're talking about this, but I I would hope like if if he if they make the playoffs, if if he like performs well, I I hope for his sake he has a starting position. Uh, just for the story, I mean, I don't know. No, well, I, I 100%. I just, probably, just for uh, some respect. Just put some respect on. Look at Geno Smith. Look at Geno Smith. <laughs> I knew you look, were at, say. look at, no, I'm just saying, look at Gardner Minshew backing up Jalen Hurts, which is great for the Eagles. Yeah. Fantastic for the Eagles. If anything were to ever happen, God forbid, at Jalen Hurts. But Minshew, they, Lawrence took wow. Minshew's job. Are you really? Come hey, on now. Listen. Come on now. I mean, it just is not easy. <laughs> it's not. Okay, so we want to okay, yeah, hit up these last couple of we games can, that yeah, I want to yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, we'll kind of breeze by these. Eagles beat the Titans 35-10. to 10. I didn't watch this game uh, because I, I would have taken the Eagles to win, even though they've, they've had one or two kind of shakier, slightly shakier victories against teams like the Colts. They lost to the Commanders. Granted, they played the week before, uh, like last week. But... I mean, I, I definitely would have taken them to be the Titans. I'm surprised it was this it was this dominant. I don't know how much you know about this game, Jared. Yeah, I watched the highlights of this game, and I was watching it kind of during it because I was watching Red Zone in that one o'clock hour. Um, oh, I mean, right. the only the only stuff I have, the notes I have on this game is that the, we the, the, we know what these teams 300. are. Hurts didn't even run. No, 380 no. yards over the like in the air. Well, that's and pretty, Hurt, that's, that's and pretty Hertz, good. Hertz was done with like 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I mean, how many times this season <laughs> that they're they're just they're just sitting starters in the fourth quarter because they're blowing yeah. teams out. And this isn't like a they're playing the Texans. This is the Titans. They're it's a, Titan. a it's the seven and four before they lost Titans. Right, they're a playoff team, and 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 and. But my whole point is that. Like, what else do you have to see from these teams to know who they are? Jeez. You you know yeah. that the Eagles, how good they are, and they're basically yeah. unstoppable in every as like every aspect of their game. AJ Brown was feasting on a good Tennessee Titans defense. The Philadelphia defensive line was feasting on yeah. Ryan Tannehill. I was, I mean, just I was gonna crazy. Say, and and like 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 looking at this, I mean, yeah, in terms of the sack count, what's that? I, I'm counting four or five something sacks. I think but, it was six. I think it was Something, six like sacks. also in terms of their run stopping. I know they added Ndamukong Sue. I know Fletcher Cox is on the team. I know the rookie. I, I really liked him, um, Jordan Davis. I think I like. I'm I'm a big D line sort of guy, you know. Uh, but like they all just. I, I don't know if he played, but like T Tannehill had more rushing yards than Derrick Henry. Like oh. what? It's it it just off shambles, great, but like they they were they were stuffing the run as well. I mean, obviously at a point yes. you get down so much you can't run, but like still. Over 11 carries, Derrick Henry had less yards than Tannehill. Sus. I don't know. I don't know what to say. No, it's like, like sus, sus. It's. I mean, we know. It's, we it's know what Derrick Henry just, is. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. For how good Derrick Henry is, to, to, for him to get so like stifled that much, like like for that like defensively, I mean, yeah, it just this team. This team is seriously ooh. good, man. This team, there's just nothing else. And I'm talking about look at when they play good teams. Look at what they did to the Cowboys. People love the Cowboys right now because they score fifty or whatever. <laughs> look what they they made the Cowboys look pathetic. I mean, they made they made the defense just like they neutralized the defense. Yeah. Um, well, hey, who this is? This is kind of a natural segue into 
dare I say, the hottest team in football, the Washington Commanders. They've been winning games. They beat the Eagles. Only team to beat the Eagles, right? Yes. And you know who? And they and they tie the New York Giants. Yeah. In a, in a in a real spicy game, you, you you love to see both teams spend ten ten minutes in overtime. No score, no scores to be had. It's a classic brawl between Taylor Heineke and Dan- Daniel Jones. Um, again, I think it was Daniel Jones the top rusher. I bet he was. Uh, which is I think some, Saquon like, ran I mean, all right. I, which is part of the oh yeah yeah I think I think he did too it was like I mean it's a 2020 game in overtime like there's obviously you're not gonna you know get a it's not gonna be some sort of back breaking yardage performance uh, I feel like oftentimes but when you have a tie in overtime uh, but I mean yeah that any any thoughts on this game other than the Commanders continuing their lossless streak. Yeah, I think that they're they're hot and everything, but they that this kind of cooled them down a little bit. A tie to the Giants is a bit of yeah. a kind of brings you back hey. to war, the earth a little hey. bit. I think I think you mean the seven and four New York Football Giants. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll there, see. There you go. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you, it was. You got no response there. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. I don't know. No, hey. no one trusts. Come on, no one. No one trusts the Giants <laughs> at this point. It's. Uh, I, I actually. Hey. I actually had somebody when we we posted the video about the Miami our Miami imposters. I think somebody somebody commented that um, Miami was the was the New York Giants of the AFC, which I thought was oh, really yeah. funny. Oh, oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Hey. And uh, hey, you know, and, I agree. Hey, you know what? I remember that comment. But maybe that guy's right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that that that's that says it all there. But I but think yeah. that I mean, yeah, I, the, I'm surprised the ca- the commanders tied and not and not win. I'll yeah. have to give give you that point. But and the playoff picture, in the playoffs, yeah, the playoff picture know, is so much more interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Seahawks really spice it up. Seahawks they technically jumped them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seahawks are now in. But if you look at if you look at Basically, it, it, there's really no one in the NFC besides these three teams fighting for the two <laughs> w- open wild. They're fighting spots. for two spots here. Yeah. If you figure Dallas is in, which I figure Dallas is in, unless hey, li- Lions no. aren't out yet. No, Lions no. are not out yet. Oh, well, we Ve- segment. We, 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 Ve- we don't have. Oh, Vegas. Lions are favored. They're favored against the Vikings. You believe that? I, I know it's at home. I. We both we we had the same thing in our minds simultaneously. There, Vikings are favored at home here against a, a Vikings team that's winning one score games against all odds. Last year they did this. The Vikings did this, but instead of winning the games against all odds, they were losing games against all odds in these one score situations. But hey, yes, Lions are, Lions are hot. Lions are kind of hot, right? Won like four of the last five games. They lost to the Bills. Bills of all teams, right? Lost to the Bills on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving tradition, really, for the Lions to lose. Absolutely. Um, super funny Family Guy, not sponsored. Uh, uh, bit bit on that. I'll send it to you, Jared, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I'm writing this down. Lions Family Guy. Um, you'll find it, I'm sure. Uh, yep, yeah, it's right there. Uh, oh Jesus, I, I've completely derailed myself. I'm sorry. Funny. One of the funniest jokes I've ever seen. Right. I'm reciting it live. It's it's Brian's there, the dog. He's about to get eaten by some lions. And then he says, hey, 
hey, shouldn't you guys be out in Detroit losing a football game? There you go. I think it's on Thanksgiving. I think I think it's part of the joke. That's- Wait, I think the joke is that it's is that it's like a Thanksgiving episode. I think it's a Thanksgiving episode. And he says that. anyway. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, Lions are hot, so I think they're in the playoff picture. But there you go. That's uh, let's move on from that. That's uh, right. Unless you have more, I've I've completely I I derailed myself. I'm gonna just watch the video now <laughs> live on recording. Okay, keep going. Roll 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 the content, Jared. Keep, yeah. Keep Whatever. So Anything that, else that on the Giants? Great. Commanders. That was, yeah. No, that was excellent. <laughs> I'm I'm I have nothing else. That's the end of that segment. That is. Um. Yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna roll right into um. A conversation between. A Cowboys fan and a Patriots fan. And in true, um, uh, you know, fashion of these fandoms, it's going to be one person just talking directly at the other. And then the other person will have their turn and no one will listen to each other. It's like like no, a true Cowboys will not in any way. Fan. We won't in any way address what the other one is saying. It'll be one person rants with the Cowboys for five minutes. One rants with the Patriots for five minutes. And and you guys get to listen. Yeah, you get to listen yeah. listen to me regurgitate sports media takes uh, that I hear from my local radio station. So, uh, so true, do you want to go? No. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go okay. first? Which, what what do you want to do, Jerry? Which do you want to go first? I kind of don't. I, I don't want to go first. Actually. I'll go, I'll go first. I'm going first then. Perfect. Going okay, first. so you okay. let me know so when you're going to go. I got I got the timer right here. Okay. Okay. You know what? We're gonna wait. I'm gonna stall for ten seconds so I can sync up w- w- with the time that we're recording, so I can have it all synced. Okay. Three, two, one. Now. Okay. So Patriots, ma- massive loss, right? And not one. Obviously, even for the Patriots playoff picture, right? We like we were all expecting this. This is the Bills. We're, we're kind of ex- you got to expect this to an extent. I, I, I wasn't. I would not have called the Patriots to win this game. But the way they lost was pretty devastating. The fact that it wasn't close, just just the whole the whole situation of the game, watching it. It's a primetime game. Everyone saw it. Watching it was just not good. The Bills' run game being a big piece of this. I'm, I'm going to go through my notes. Bills' run game on a Patriots defense that's supposed to be so good. I, I was surprised they were running that well for a team I didn't think would run that well. I know they, I think, traded for a running back by the trade deadline. And I, like, I know from the Colts, I think, Kynes or something. But still, I, the, 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 a lot of rushing, and not even Josh Allen running. Like, obviously, the Josh Allen running factor. I mean, like, their ground game was going pretty well. So, time of possession. Uh, and then this was this was before the Bills really blew it open. Obviously, once they blow it open, the defense gets tired. So, this was, like, the start of the game. Like, like this is not, we're not talking garbage time running being easy. Um, I mean, yeah, I think, oh, here's the big point. Mac Jones. I do not think Mac Jones is the problem. I know there's a lot of talk about this. I think the problem, like, 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 like is the, right. It's not, it's not, I'm not saying it's not a problem. Maybe whether he is a problem or not, I don't know, but he's certainly not the solution. I know I'll give you that, but I don't think he's the problem. If I were to list, I was thinking about this. If I were to list the top three problems with this team, Mac, I don't think Mac Jones is one of them. That doesn't mean he's not a problem, but I don't think he's top three. Offensive coaching, not look. It's what everyone's talking about, right? Then Matt Patricia, they got two. They got defensive guy and special teams guy, two failed head coaches who just like pooped all over their respective teams. The Lions, the Lions, and the and the the Giants. Oh, b- b- both of them. 
they're the two dudes coaching offense. You got we got defensive coordinator, failed Lions head coach, with Lenny and Matthew <laughs> Stafford, no less. We got him rocking rocking the Patriots play calling. And it and it shows. I remember I texted you this. It, the, this is what the Patriots offensive would be like. Okay, here we go. First and ten. <laughs> give me give me a halfback screen that fails batted down. Okay, you know what we're gonna do? Give me Give me a wide receiver, like sweep around past five yards behind the line of scrimmage, has to like, run. This dude has to run on the play. This dude being their cornerback, they got a nickelback out there. He, he's got to go run and he gets two yards on this catch. Okay, great. And then give me a six yard out route that wouldn't even pass the chains if it completed. That's what I want. Next drive. Okay, what happens next drive? Give me, give me two yard inside run. Oh, not even two yards. Give me, give me one yard inside run. Let's follow it up. Same exact play for negative one yards. And then guess what? Give me another another six-yard left side out route that would not even get the first down if he caught it. That's what I want to see. It just it, it was two drives in a row that, that made me what is happening. It's the same thing over and over again. But that's offensive play calling. I think that's an issue. Offensive line has been an issue. There was a, a play actually. It was... Play action, Mac Jones, both dudes, both edge rushers got off their blocks instantly, phased through their blocks, and sacked Mac Jones before he even got the look down field. From both sides, like, 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 not like, oh, one dude gets out and, oh, well, you should be able to run away from him. Even if you run away from both sides, I mean, that, the O line, uh, that's an issue. Third issue, I would say, you could, I don't think I'll say wide receiver talent. There's like receiving, there's enough at least average guys running that's the issue. But I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of giving up on play. There, there's something, there's something, something suspect going on. And it's even among, oh, I only got one minute left. And, and it's even among the, uh, like the deep, everything, just people giving up on plays, the touchdown that, that Josh Allen threw, giving up. Devontae Parker, Mac Jones had a crazy, like scrambling for like 10 seconds out by the 50 yard line. Gets back to throw it in bounds. Those to throw it to Parker. Parker's like Parker's halfway to the locker room. Parker's like five yards out of bounds when he's doing this. I don't know how, uh, but yeah, just I, I don't know. I don't think Mac Jones top five. Here's the funny thing: Patriots to make, can still make the playoffs. They got two easy wins coming up. They got two easy wins coming up against the Cardinals and the Raiders, and then you got three games left. You got Vikings, Bengals, Bills. Here's what the Patriots need. They need God to be their most valuable player. They need bad weather in these games. They they literally need an act of God. You play the if you play this Dolphins team in a rainy, snowy game, fifteen degrees, they win. That's how they make the playoffs. Ten wins. Boom. That's that's how I know that's Wow, that is fantastic. And it's at, it's actually it's actually nine wins if they just beat the Dolphins, but but you know Bengals snow game. Three yard pass game. Wow, that was that was actually some some of like the best analysis, and that might be the best segment we've ever put out. Yeah, I mean that just just the wow. I mean, I I agree with a lot. Is yeah, yeah. Is that I I spent too much time doing actual analysis and didn't didn't get to flesh out my my act of God sort sort of funny analogy I heard on the radio by uh, Mike Felger, not sponsored. Um, I gotta give credit where some dude is not sponsoring us. I have to give credit because that that whatever act the god thing I was trying to do that that's not mine. I didn't come up with that. Uh, you know, someone like guy just said Mike Felger. 
uh, for local Boston Sports Radio. He, he he said that, and I heard it on the air earlier tonight. There hey, go. Uh, sh- shout out, Mike. There you go. Whatever, whatever. Sh- um, I, don't know. I don't know. Let's let's move on. Let's. Yeah. Uh, that, keep it going hey, here. Keep that it going. was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. I, I, oh. I, I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that up. Um, cause that just, that felt like that had pacing. I felt like it got better as we went. I, uh, all right. So I'm going to, I'm going to start here. I'm going to start the timer. Yeah, yeah. 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 You have your own timer. So I don't, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I, I got it here. So listen, I'm wearing the Jersey. All right. This is because, you know, I, I'm I'm so hard on the Cowboys as a fan because you know I'm I'm pessimistic. I've seen I've seen them be good. I've seen them be be bad. But I most of all I've seen them be unprepared and undisciplined. And I'm actually not going to harp on that. Although I could I could say that in the first you know the first game uh, possession of this uh, Sunday night game against the Colts, they uh, they go three and out punt and then uh, a gunner straight up runs directly into uh, a guy who was calling for the fair catch. He seemed to have been trying to pull back and was losing his balance, but it looked like live. He just ran a hundred miles directly at him. And, you know, I know that we texted to each other, classic Cowboys. There's, there's nothing else to say. I, I, I expect nothing less at this point from this team. Meanwhile, Mike McCarthy is looking just like an, an idiot on the sideline, as always, has no idea what's going he, He's shocked, cannot believe that something like this could actually happen to the team that he coaches, um, that he's in charge of. Um, but we won't get too much on that because I actually want to, like, that. that is a perfect transition that Mike McCarthy may be certainly one of the most disrespectful and disgraceful hires in recent history, uh, except to maybe – the head coach on the other side, <laughs> Jeff Saturday. Yes, I am yielding the rest of my Cowboys time to talk about Jeff Saturday. Okay, you know. Okay, so he came in and he beat the Raiders. All right, congrats. I'm happy for you. Okay, and he plays the Eagles tough. That's fine. Okay, but this guy was an offensive player, and I don't say he's an offensive coach because he wasn't a coach. He's not a coach. He is a, he's a coach right now, but he is not an offensive coach. He was an offensive player who became a head coach, okay? And the whole idea was two things, right? He's going to get the offense together, okay? And specifically, the position he played, offensive line, and he's a leader of men, okay? Last night was a perfect example of him not doing either of those things. The best part of the Colts is the defense, and he's an offensive player. He's not even a coach. He's not even an offensive coach. He's just the head coach at this point. Um, and a leader of men, I saw his team give up. I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, I, I know that they stayed in it for two or three quarters against a good Cowboys team. Good. A good defense, certainly. But there, his, the, the offense of the Colts is still a complete mess. It was a mess with Frank Reich. You could, you, some will say, hey – it's because of Matt Ryan. It's because of X, Y, and Z, because of the linemen are bad. Except we know on paper this team should be better with Frank Reich or with Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday is supposed to bring it all together and make it better. And look, we still got Matt Ryan looking terrible. Offensive line can't protect. They're not – like they should have gotten 180 yards against the Cowboys on the on the ground. The Cowboys are terrible against the run. And they they, they didn't, right? Who do you point to? He was the guy who was supposed to come in here and make the offensive line better. And and I just don't – I haven't seen it. 
And then on top of that, the whole thing, like, regardless, he's a leader of men. Okay. He's a real smart guy. The people, the team's going to rally against them. Players love him. Okay. He's just, he's just the, the ultimate leader. And we got the fourth quarter defensively guys are just not tackling. Tony Podge is walking into the end zone, basically on offense. They're just Matt Ryan, just th- throwing it wherever the line is like basically having him get killed. He's fumbling the ball. Like he's got like, he's got like, I think 25 fumbles and ints combined on the year or something. Uh, this is, you can't say like, Oh, this was Jeff Saturday. 30 like 30. Like it, it wasn't Jeff Saturday's like, he didn't make this, but this is now his party. This is him. He's the leader. Mm-hmm. And my final thing, he's on, uh, he's on the, the pregame show talking, uh, with, I think, um, Tony Dungy and Tony Dungy, Dungy asks him, asks him about the timeout thing. Like, Hey, you didn't take that timeout late in that game last week. And you kind of fumbled the bag and everybody's killing you for it. And he said he wasn't upset about the time management. He was upset that his guys weren't prepared for that situation that he was upset that he hadn't practiced what he expected of them. He, w- he hadn't practiced with the team, what he expected them to be able to do in a two minute drill in a two minute drill. He's an offensive guy. I don't, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. And there you go. That's my, that is my time. Um, five <laughs> minutes. And it was like three and a half on Jeff Saturday. He, and the Colts. And he did. So he didn't prepare them to play with the coach calling timeouts at horrible times or not calling timeouts when he should. That, that's yeah. what he was saying. I didn't, I didn't prepare him for that. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, I like just say that you, you don't know what you're doing, but that's the thing. It's a, all a farce. It's a complete no, farce. No, but, no, you but know? Nothing, yeah, imagine that. But here's the thing with that game. Imagine, imagine, right. There's 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's a close, it's a two point game. I think even at 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter, I believe. And, and imagine you're there and you're saying, okay, this game, this will be a close game. I got time to go shower, right? I'll go shower. It'll be 10 minutes all said and done. I'll be back. There'll be like, you know, you know I'll, I'll be back in time for there to be four minutes left. I'll get to see, you know, I'll, I'll get to see the climax of this game. Maybe it goes to overtime. You know, imagine you're thinking, then you come back and it's like four <laughs> minutes. I, I don't know what this was with four minutes left, but geez, that was 33. Was it offensive points in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Is that? Oh, there was really a defensive. T- there was open. a there was a defensive fumble. Oh, oh was it def- oh, oh, yeah, return. Oh, I see. I, I see. I, I, I shouldn't say offensive points. That, that's what I, I meant to say. Just points total. Total points. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that the fifty burger was definitely... really. You love to see yeah. it. You really do. <laughs> okay. I mean, so yeah. there you go. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, um, well, I mean, we got a couple. We got some time. You want to let's go into some of our some of our open convo topics here. Yeah, let's. Uh, we we talked about sort of. We mentioned Lamar. We kind of injury, talked about Jimmy G. Yeah, and we talked about Jimmy G. Let's see. What do you think about this Baker being put on waivers right now? I mean, I know the Panthers are on like a fire sale, I mean, but this doesn't even feel like they're being I mean, they're yeah, selling. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. This is they trade it. I I don't think they traded all that much in in cap space. I mean, it's not like they were competing. They needed that cap. Like I don't think cap space. Who cares? But like, like like for Baker. But I think they they they. I think they gave something. Um, I don't think they got to just get a pick for, for taking Baker, but, uh, yeah, that, I mean, them, yeah, I mean, he's, there's a stat out there. Oh, geez. What's this? It's a, it's a devastating stat. It's a devastating stat for, for any Baker bros, any fellow Baker bros out there. I'm pulling this up. I'll have it in one second, literally one second. 
I'll there fluff if you want. Newly, no, go ahead. No, new, newly released quarterback Baker Mayfield has an 18.2 total QBR this season. That ranks 520th out of blank qualified QB seasons since the stats started being tracked in 2006. How many do you think are worse than this season? Like, like, like 520 out of what? Like, like, like how many do you think were worse? Worse have had a worse season than what? In what year span? In I I don't know what the game span is. I'm gonna try to pull that up. But it's 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 since 2006. How many have been worse since 2006? I'm having trouble finding uh, uh, exactly what the qualification is. Five twenty, five thirty-five or something. I'm gonna guess. No close but it is what's the minimum i'm trying to find the minimum number of dropbacks i wish i could i don't, I don't know but it is 521 there is one person worse who has had you know a worse who it is? qbr on the season huh yeah I, I i do do you want to guess i know this isn't the stats question what do you want we get some bonus stats questions here um i don't i have no idea who it, i don't who even it know it. Been, uh yeah, yeah that i probably won't he's, I don't know he's six foot six jamarcus russell Jamarcus Russell. for the Raiders. Okay. This was yeah. some uh, he played. It was in two thousand eight, so it was, it was slightly. I mean, obviously we were alive, but it's a bit a bit before my time of of knowing players on teams that are not my own. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, just fun. Yeah, I mean, Baker has not looked very good. The question will be, will the Forty ers take him? I can't think of another team that would bother. Um, but. Because I know people, I saw to talk about what if the Rams take him because they might want to hope Stafford comes back and they want to blah blah blah. They should be or, in full they just tank want to, at this point, or I they mean, just want to mess up. The, yeah, yeah. Because even though they don't have their own first, you still have your own second. You have your own third. Having a top second round pick is still, it's not as good. You don't get the fifth year option. Blah blah blah. But it's still like it's a lot better than a lot of other things. Yeah, uh, and it's not like you're really gonna compete. And like the question would be, do they want to just mess with the 49ers because they think they he want they want him? He the thing is he's it's cheap for these couple games for the season potentially postseason. It it would only be one point three million dollars, I believe, for what the five games and postseason. So what is that? Uh, because because anymore. he's getting checks from Cleveland because and it's Carolina. I think at this because point. because Cleveland's paying some of his salary. I, like basically, because I think I think the waiver wire stuff is like prorated, so it's like, well, he's already played most of the season, so whatever other team, the the Panthers will pay most of his salary. But if he gets claimed, if he gets claimed, the other team has to pay like the proportional remainder of whatever isn't being paid by the Browns or Panthers. So th- that's the thing. You could see a cheap backup. You could could you see a team without Eagles have a great backup? Sorry, hiccup. Uh, like Gardner Minshew, the great backup. But if you're a team that doesn't have a good backup, if you're a team who's on their third string guy, like I could definitely, oh geez, definitely see throwing a bone, throwing a bone to him. Yeah, you know <clears throat> the way I see it is that Baker at best is a average starting quarterback in the league, and at worst and is he has not a, been at his best. <laughs> and, and at worst, he's a he's a good start like backup. He's a good backup like. Yeah. And they and right now, San Fran, uh, like they have a seems like what you would probably say is probably not a very good third string guy. They don't even have a backup. So you <laughs> I, I would 100 percent try to take him off of waivers if somebody else doesn't. You're right. I could see the Rams just doing it despite the 49ers. But, man, that would be really dirty. So, um, 
Yeah, I think that this could. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a crazy story arc for Baker? I mean, Imagine that would just be Imagine if Baker wild. wins a Super Bowl. Imagine <laughs> if they take him and then they win the Super Bowl. That would be something. That that would be a story to remember, right? Yeah, there. I mean that's that's like and that's kind of like that's Nick Foles level. Just it's <laughs> but it's it's almost better than Nick Foles because it's like this guy he's he's on his third team. He got waived by his second team. He's first round pick. He's a, he's a bust, and then wow, you know what I mean? And he's active at their same year. He's actively out there live TV sucking. <laughs> playing terribly and then if he goes to the 49ers they fix him they they can change him they can make him work i bet they can they, they make purdy look look hey. pretty purdy if you know what i mean so um so are we going to the stats question or or, or anything else jared yeah no i think we, I, we we just talk a little bit about another really interesting game was uh cleveland browns versus the texans we mm. saw um you know everyone's Everyone's favorite QB, Deshaun Watson, come back after an 11 game suspension for being a serial predator, um, and um, <laughs> and so he's he's back. The Cleveland fans uh, seems like plenty are still in support um, and like and like the move. Wonder if they're going to be in support if he continues to play like this much dog shit moving forward. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I mean, this is I, I'm I'm kind of shocked that uh, against the consensus number zero team in the league, uh, the Houston Texans, that they he, they were able to they did not score any offensive touchdowns. They what got twenty seven points without an offensive touchdown. It almost feels like you're trying at that. Point. I don't I I don't know what to say. I I. I mean, they they even they outgained the Texans like that, but it was close. Even that was close. They had who who was it? they had Kyle Allen out there outperforming Deshaun Watson, had seventy more yards and a touchdown pass. I mean, yeah, that was obviously rusty game. You're gonna kind of expect it. I really would have thought that that this would have been even with the rust that it would have not looked not like not like this against a team this bad against. A, a roster on the Browns that's pretty good. That's the whole reason they did the trade. They're like, oh, we, you know, quarterback away. Like every team, every team thinks they are. But like, I mean, this team, they, they have Amari Cooper. They have an amazing run game with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunts. They have a pretty good offensive line. They have good, they have, they have good defensive players, at least, um, at least Miles Garrett, you know, like, I know I, I would have, I would have wanted more. If 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 I was a uh, Deshaun Watson fan, I I definitely would have wanted more. Even even out of your first game in two years, I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you think about? I mean, I mean, after this, their their schedule looks pretty tough. I'll read it out just just because I I pulled it up earlier, but they played the Ravens, they played the Bengals, they uh, other order, or no, they play the Bengals and the Ravens. They play the Saints. They play the Commanders. They play the Steelers. There's some not bad teams there, but I think the Steelers are a hard matchup with the, with that defense. Yeah. The Commanders are a hard matchup. The Bengals are a hard matchup. The Ravens, even with um their backup, I'd say is a not is a, say that's a hard matchup. Yeah. You got the Saints in there. That's a pretty easy matchup, but it's hard a lot harder than the than the Texans. I mean, that's a hard schedule, and I know that's you know they didn't trade from trade for Watson for this year, but I'm still like. Hope, I mean, oof, like it, it, it must be rough if they if if they don't even see anything this year. If 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 they don't see a flash that they were like, hey, this is our guy, we found our guy. Let's trade all the picks for this guy. If like, 
Like I could see this being a pretty hard schedule, really not getting to see anything too much more inspiring than this 50% completion rate, hundred yard, 130 yard interception, no touchdown, you know, sort of performance. Yeah, no, I mean, I said last week when you, you tried to catch me off guard during the pin setter with the Deshaun Watson hot take question. <laughs> and and I said, you know, I said, he's not going to look good. The dude hasn't played in multiple years. Um, he hasn't practiced in since like until like a week or two ago um, with this team. He's, he's not going to look good. Um, and he's con- going to continue to not look good. Um, and what this is going to do is it's going to this is going to make the Denver Broncos front office and ownership really really content with their big trade in the offseason because like we're first of all at least Russell Wilson you're paying him to play he's playing like terrible but at least he's playing this guy you're literally paying him not to play for two thirds or two thirds of the season and then he, he's going to come in and he's going to look bad put it Put, and put on top set, you know, yeah. <laughs> and character wise, character wise, I mean, all you can oh, say geez. about Russell Wilson is the dude's too corny. That's the biggest problem with Russell Wilson is yeah. he's a little bit too corny. He's a little bit too much. To, he's a bit listen, robotic. Yeah, there's nothing compared to Deshaun Watson. I mean, are you kidding me? So it's just like I think that like you know uh, the Walmart family there are going to be they're going to say you know what you know we. Hey. <laughs> we could be in a worse spot right now. Um, but, you know, only the dumpster fire of an organization, the Browns, would do something like this. And I and I, and I hope they continue to pay for it moving forward. And I hope that, unfortunately, maybe, maybe actually I don't care about the fan base, for some, of the, some of the stuff I've seen <laughs> from this weekend. But, you know what, if, if, if Deshaun Watson is, is terrible for the rest of his career, honestly, I'd be happy to see it. You know, I really would. Happy be. for the uh... – Think of those first round picks for the for the Texans, though. I know Ooh. it's all working out like that. Everyone who traded for picks, oh, it's oh man. I can't. I can't wait. The third, fourth, and sixth picks in the drafts are not to their original owners. The, the Seahawks have the third from Denver. The Lions have the fourth from the Rams. The Eagles have the sixth from the from the, the Saints. I, I can't wait for the draft episode. I know we're, we're derailing because we're about to get to the stats question. But, but I mean, yeah, I, I can't wait till we get to start doing doing free agency analysis, draft pick analysis, our own little – not mock drafts like by player because neither of us are that, are that into no, college you, football. No, but, no, you are that ooh. good, Jack. All right, listen, you're going to be our guy, I all right? No, yes, you have to be. You're, I don't know players. No, I, you, I know, you do. I know the top players in the mock drafts. You know, I, I, I'll know that. I won't know. I'm going to go by. But I, I, what I mean is I can't wait to say, you know what? Whatever happens the rest of the season, who do the Cowboys take with their first pick? Let's say the Cowboys will have the 20th pick. I'm just picking. A, I, I, I don't know what they would actually have to 23rd, whatever. Um, they have that pick. You know, what do they take? Obviously, it depends a bit what's available. But, like, what is their biggest need? That's the sort of thing I can't wait to deliver on. Can't really do that till the offseason and free agency and. Blah, 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 blah. Jack P's hey. Pock draft. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Not that's the Pock draft. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's move stats question time. Do you have a stat? I do, but you're going to, you're going to go first. I believe I that I'll go turn. first. I'm up four and a half to three on the season here. So I'll go first. I'm giving you, uh, I mean, it may or may not be easy. Really. I'm going to assume you're not, you don't, you don't have anything pulled up. This 
this is a it's a it's a much more straightforward question. I know I, I've been known to ask some some whackers. It's pretty straightforward. Okay. Of the quarterbacks, no, I'm, I'm already delivering it poorly. Uh, no, <laughs> which quarterback who is not currently in the playoffs, so not currently in the playoffs, has has the most passing yards this season? Okay, so and I'm going to go. There, there, there's a number. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm going to go a number of quarterbacks. Like I'm going to go like off the top of my head of like like QBs with the most passing yards, right? I think like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow has got to be up there. Geno Smith has got to be up there. And there's two. There's two that also should be up there, and I don't know which one's higher. One of them is Jared Goff, and one of them, I I really think one of them is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has, even though he's missed some games, he's has a ridiculous amount of pass yards. I mean, he's he's got a ridiculous amount of interceptions too. But um, yeah, when I think and Jalen Hurts is probably up there. So now Jalen Hurts is in the playoffs. Right, right, and he's in the playoffs, right? So, oh, 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 oh I, I see what you mean. Yeah, you're just, yeah. I, I I'm naming like right. like players with a lot of pass yards. So, like, I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with Jared Goff because like they have a, a really good offense and they're not they're not in it. So I'm gonna go with Jared Goff. Final answer. Yeah, I that is unfortunately not not correct. Oh, geez. it is the second. He's the has the second most of someone not in the playoffs. Justin or Brady, who obviously is in the playoffs, but oh. just barely. Um, the correct answer, and and what I I was surprised you didn't even say his name because you're this much of a hater. Is Justin is Herbert? Justin Herbert. Oh my he is god. The, he has the fourth most. He actually has more than Geno Smith. Geno Smith is fifth in passing yards. It's Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Smith, Brady, and then Goff, and then surprisingly Derek Carr. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Is what is that seventh in passing yards? Eighth, eighth in passing yards. Matt Ryan is eleventh. He has missed games, like you said. I'm, this is not yards per game. I would be curious about that. But like, I know Matt Ryan has a lot for for not playing a couple games. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I should have known that. I really yeah. should have. And uh, but yeah, I am a hater because I want you to call me when like he's above five hundred. Can we can we maybe talk when Justin Herbert can get hey, some Ws? Hey, they they were five hundred above five hundred. Until they just lost to the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. now, now they're 500. Yeah. Yep. Classic Chargers. Um, I can't believe I took them as my last wild card spot at and mid-season. And not the Patriots, I know. No, not the Bengals. <laughs> Patriots, get the hell out of here. Okay. Here you go. I'm ready. We also have a QB passing this. yard question for you. Oh, okay. So well, I've close all, it. close all your closed. stats. It's now closed. Which QB this week, so we're talking about this week alone, mm-hmm. Uh, who played uh, more than a quarter? Who took uh, snaps during more than one quarter of a, of the game? Had the least amount of passing yards. So we're talking about uh, it was like a minimum maybe ten ten passes. Um, yeah, so like yeah. not Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Only had a yeah, couple. Of yeah, passes. yeah. That's what I. That's what I figured. Not you know Gardner Minshew had a couple. Had like two passes. Right. None of that stuff. Him. Like basically a QB who played the game. Who had the least oh. amount of passing yards? <laughs> mm. uh, well, well, I mean, you almost have to go with the classic, which we almost have to go with the classic. I, I don't think I will. Uh, not going to tell you what the classic is yet. 
but but you can guess. I'm sure those at home can Mac guess. Mac Jones? <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no. That's what I was. I was thinking. Oh, maybe you're asking this as some sort of you know some sort of power move where even if I get it, it's it's because the answer is Mac Jones. And <laughs> that, but but I don't think I don't think it was that terrible. Pure, even if only off the back of that forty something yard touchdown run by by their Nickelback, uh, Marcus Jones. Uh, even if only the yards off of that carry them forwards. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's Mac Jones. Um, trying to think of other, other low, like not much offense teams. Uh, I have to think. I Deshaun Watson's like a hundred. That was like a hundred twelve yards or something. I know because we were just talking about about that. Did I? Did someone who threw for less? Could there be someone who threw for less than 112? I think even the stinky Broncos, for all their stinkiness and 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 low scoring, surely Russ Russ threw for more than 113, right? Surely. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson. All right, that and that that is my final answer. I'm not gonna go, uh, Russ. Reluctantly, you go with Deshaun Watson, and that is the correct answer. Uh, I really, we really led right into this stats question. That's why I, I wanted it, you to it, go it, first. It was too, yeah. To get some I, yeah, time between get, it. Get out of my mind. How, how much did I, well, now I got to check how much, how much Russ threw for. Broncos, uh, I know that da- Dak only threw for 170 in this 50 burger oh. win because they had so many points off turnovers. Um, so, and I think who else was low down there? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, Russ but. at 189. 189. That's not terrible. Um, Yards in here. This is the classic breakdown of the episode. Yards in week thirteen. If you're listening at this point, you're then you'll just you're, listen to anything. You're a true you know? fan. <laughs> 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 yeah, wow, wow. You're, just, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke I'm trying to look. No, Mike, no, White, no. Mike White had the second most yards. Yeah, he had like week. he had like three sixty yeah, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, Behind three sixty-nine, even. Behind Jalen, but sorry, sorry. What? What were you saying? No, I was just saying that true, true fan or the, the true fans will listen to anything. I think that that's. I think it's it's the, that's the case. But um, wait a second. Oh, oh, because the game is is still going. I, I I went to check and I was like, wait, Brady's number twenty. Like Brady's down here, but it's because the game is going on right now, so stats are coming in. But yeah, Deshaun Tannehill had one forty one. He was the next. Oh yeah, yeah. The, and the the Falcons are still trotting out Mariota. Oh jeez! But <laughs> I thought you were gonna go seen, with uh, never who, seen a dude miss a wide open receiver the way the, the way Mariota does sometimes. Yeah, I, Kyle, I, Kyle he refuses. Balls just like Kyle Pitts will be like this, and the ball will just go. Who knows where? But no, that's its own thing. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good stats question. You now. Yeah. Uh, you have four points to my four and a half. So it's a big swing oh, here now. Big. It's. Big swing. We're, we're racing to the end of the season here, and uh, and now you've just closed the gap. So it's really anybody's game in the stats question. Um, we want to thank you for joining us. If you're here uh, still, thank you for watching uh, or listening. Make sure that you follow or subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, we do uh, short clips of the podcast as well uh, every week, as well as the full video podcast. Please like and subscribe comment if you are so inclined it really helps us uh with our alg and with the audience um and yeah so anything anything else jack 
Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, we definitely, I know we definitely encourage, uh, encourage comments. We'll always respond to those or at least, uh, w whether it's literally respond in the comment or just, you know, uh, kind of address it through the episode. Definitely something, something I know, know we enjoy doing. Glad we got a loop in that comment about the, about the dolphins being, be, being the giants of the AFC. Uh, but yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, yeah. Don't, don't have too much else. Yeah. All right. Well then, uh, you guys know, uh, this was episode 2022. 20, of 710 Sports with Jack and Jared. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Um, yeah, have a good one.